Tanya for the eighth day of Cheshvan is in Egeres HaKedosh, Simen Chavvav, 26. It's on Kuf Mem Dalad Amid Aleph. The number at the bottom of the page is 558. We are two-thirds of the way down at the period. When Malchus Datsilus is clothed in Klipas Nega, when Malchus Datsilus descends into the Klipa, into Klipas Nega, in order to elevate and purify the divine sparks that fell into Klipa, when Adam Harishan sinned by eating from the tree of knowledge, the Gam Harish Pei Ches Nitzutin, Shenafu Bishvidas Akelim, and also prior to that, prior to the sin of eating from the tree of knowledge, in the act of creation itself, there were the 288 sparks that fell into Klippa. As, so when Malchus Datsilus descends to elevate and to refine those those sparks, Azai Gam HaMalchus Datsilus Nikra Bishemetzadas Teivara, then Malchus Datsilus itself is referred to as the Etzadas, which is a mixture of good and evil, which is Klipas Nega, because when Malchus Datsilus invests itself in Klipas Nega in order to elevate the sparks there, then it too is referred to as Etzadas. And this is, relatively speaking, Lugabi Zoda Atsilus, relative to the higher levels of Atsilus, which are the six emotions that precede Malchus, they do not descend into Klippa, and they don't elevate the sparks, so compared to them, they, the level of Malchus of Atsilus is called Etzadas, while they the other attributes of Atsilus are Nikra Etzchayim. They are called the Tree of Life. Now this investment of Malchus in Klippas Nega, the descent of Malchus into Klippa, who said Golos HaShchino, that is the concept, the idea of the Shchino, being in Golos, Asheshollat HaOdom BaOdom, where the evil person governs, rules over the holy person, but for the for the for the eventual downfall of the evil, in order that the goodness be taken out of the evil. For that purpose, Malchus Datsilus invests itself and is and is submissive, in a sense, to the klipa in order to get the goodness out of the klipa. And this is the meaning of the statement in the Raya Mehemna, which Daltadebu began this letter with, to explain the statement that in the times of of the of Mashiach, when the tree of life will be dominant rather than the tree of knowledge, then the Talmidei Chachamim won't need to be supported by the ignorant. Whereas in our time, in the time when the tree of knowledge is is, is dominant, then the Talmudic Chachamim are supported by the ignorant, by the Amma'orits. And the Al-Tadabba asked, in the times of the Second Temple, 
the Talmidei Chachamim were not supported by the by the ignorant. They had their own fields and their own sources of income. So here the Alter Rebbe explains what that mean, what that statement means. Etc. In the times when the tree of knowledge is dominant, then Inun, then these Talmidei Chachamim have to be supported by the ignorant. This means that Bisman Golus Ashrino in the time when the Shrina is in Golus, which means that that holiness or Malchus of Atsilus is in exile because it is feeding into the unholiness. And the riffraff are the ones who get their energy and their sustenance from unholiness. So in the time of Golos, when the Shekhinah is in Golos, it first nourishes the unholy, the klipa, and then gets to the fruit and nourishes the fruit. So then, mitam tzisom, nizenim tamidichachomim begolos, from the extract of the chayis that is given to, to klipa, the Talmidei Chachamim are given their nourishment. The Oz, and at that time, under those circumstances, Iker Aveda Sa'odam, the Iker Eisek HaTayra V'Hamitzvahs, the main Aveda, and the main involvement in Tayra and Mitzvahs is Levader HaNitzvahs, is to separate, to clarify or purify those sparks and take them out of their unholy context. As is known from the Arizal, that in our times the main Aveda is elevating the Nitzutzim. And Lochein Iker Halimud, who be Iyunu Pilpul Halocha, be Iser Veheter Tumavetaro, and that's why the study, the emphasis in the study in our times is, is the, the struggle and the Pilpul of determining and clarifying what a halacha is, whether something is permissible or not, whether something is pure or not. And that is, And that's because in the time of Golos, when the Eitzadas is dominant, the good and the evil are mixed together, and they have to be clarified, they have to be separated and made clear, and this comes about through the pilpul and the discussion and the arguments and so on. And this comes through the efforts of Chochma bin Endas in the in the struggle to clarify a halacha. Kenaydas is known. That Teira comes from Chochma over Chochma Dafki is Beridu, and it is necessarily through Teira and Chochma that the Nitzutzis can be clarified and purified. Because it is through Chachma that clarification comes about. Hainu, when we say Chachma, we mean Chachma ilo datsilus. Hamalubesh is b'malchus datsilus. We mean the divine Chachma of Atsilus, as it expresses itself in the Malchus of Atsilus, which is the Seid Teira Shabalpeh, the idea, the concept of the oral Teira. And that's also the connection between father and daughter. Chachm is called father, Malchus is called daughter. 
So Chachma uh, expresses itself in Malchus. And Malchus of Atsilus in turn is clothed in Malchus the Yitzidah, said HaMishnayus of Beraisais, which is the place of the mission and the Beraisa, HaMalubashis Beklipas Neiga, that are clothed in Klipo, Shekenegedelem HaYitzidah, because Klipo begins in the, in the world opposite, in other words, the unholiness that is opposite the holiness of the level of Yitzidah. Shesham Masho Bichinas Hadas Shebenega, because there, in the world of Yitzida, in the unholy world of Yitzida, the, unho- the dark side of Yitzida, that's where the knowledge of Nega begins. Or another version, the evil of Nega begins. Because in the world of Yitzida, there is half good and half bad. So, it's, so we say that in the world of Yitzida, that's where evil comes into its own. And therefore, the mission and the Beraisa that exists in the world of Yitzida, they come in contact with the Klippa, and there the Klippa can be elevated. Or another version is that the Beraises, Amaluboshes, the Klippas Nega, Shekeneged Elam that the Beraises are clothed in Klippas Nega because they are opposite the world of Asiya, the dark side, the unholy side of Asiya, Shesham Maschel Bechinas Harasha Benega, because it is there, in the world of Asiya, that the evil of Nega begins. And that's because in the world of Asiya, the evil is dominant. There is more bad than good. And, and, and in that sense, that's where evil comes into its own. And that's where it needs to be elevated. Kenedam Arizal, as is known from the writings of the Ari. In the Hayem Yem for the eighth day of Cheshvan, the Rebbe writes that mitzvah has also the meaning of tzafsa, which means joining or attachment. When one performs a mitzvah, he becomes joined or attached to God himself, who is the commander of that particular mitzvah. And that's the meaning of schar mitzvah mitzvah, that the reward of a mitzvah is the mitzvah. The reward for doing the mitzvah is mitzvah is becoming attached to the essence of God who commanded the mitzvah. This can also be understood through an analogy from the physical world. When an extremely simple person feels a sense of bittel in in the presence of someone who is much greater than him, much wiser and much greater, the bittel in which he senses himself to be absolute nothingness. The sage, on the other hand, doesn't sense or perceive the simpleton as belonging at all to the category of human beings. So the bittle of the simple person is total, and the dismissal on the part of the sage of the simple person is also total. He doesn't consider him human. Not that the scholar rejects the simple person, God forbid, because that would be an evil trait, evil character. He simply sees no connection and finds no grounds on which to create a relationship with the simple person. They live in separate worlds. Now, if the sage instructs the simple person to do something for him, asks him to do him a favor, that command brings the simpleton into existence in his own perception. He no longer considers himself a non-entity. 
he assumes a status for himself in that he's able to carry out an order of the sage. He's able to serve and do something for the sage. And it is him that the sage asked or addressed or instructed to do this, this errand. And in the eyes of the sage also, the simpleton suddenly exists in his world, in the world of the sage. He is now a somebody to whom the sage can relate or interact. And what is more, the command actually unites the, the, the great, exalted sage with the very simple simpleton. And the analogy is obvious. When God gives us a commandment, it suddenly gives us an existence in God's world, and we suddenly become a something in that we have the, the mitzvah, we have the mission that we can do something for God. It's understood that in the above analogy, there's no difference at all what the mitzvah is about, whether it's a great important matter or a very simple and trivial errand. The result is the same.